Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yashodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. Welcome back to the Planter Podcast, everybody. On this particular episode, we are going to be talking about moving with direction into the unknown. Mm. And I have the perfect, perfect guest to talk about this topic. And it is my good, good friend, Megan Bennett. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Look at your face. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I'm sh- Hi guys, are you guys doing well? Blink once if you are. Blink twice if no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Megan, thank you so much for coming on the Planter. I'm really excited to talk with you and for you to share your wisdom and knowledge with the people. Girl, thanks for inviting me. Like, I'm really excited. Um, but tell us from your own perspective who you are and what you do. Literally world's hardest question, so forgive me if it comes off a little bit wonky, but hi folks. Like she said, my name is Megan. Um, I am a Tampa native, so I don't know if that tells you anything, but I'm currently living um, in Miami. I work um, in community development here, and yeah, ultimately I love serving um, the community, um, serving the community, whatever they may need, and just really holistically serving the needs of people as a whole. Perfect. And I know we're going to dive into kind of how you got into community development and the journey that it, you know, (laughs) that you went through to get to this point. The never ending journey. Right. The never ending journey. Oh, all right. (laughs) So kind of give us your backstory about how you got to where you are now. Hmm. Take us back, baby. All right. So. Hmm. I'm going to start off with where I thought I was supposed to be. So coming into college was kind of my first experience of kind of being myself as an independent human being outside of kind of my family unit. Um, I moved away for college. I um, ended up going to school at FIU and I started off as a bio major. I thought myself I was going to be a uh, vegetarian, (laughs) a veterinarian. (laughs) um and work kind of like with animals and stuff and yeah that's I was very confident and comfortable in that even though I got this inkling that's not what I wanted to do I'm like no veterinarians they're comfortable they make a lot of money and I, I like animals so I think a changing point for me was um my trip to Alaska like random random enough um I really just wanted to I, I, in my junior year, um, I was really starting to get this like identity crisis. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm taking all these bio classes. Like I'm not feeling this love that I once felt for, for like my major. And I just really need something different. Plus Miami can be a, a bit of an intense city. So I'm like, I need a break. What is the furthest place in the United States from Miami? Fairbanks, Alaska. 
okay, not the first place, but Alaska nonetheless. Um, so I did an exchange program there. And that was the first time I really just started doing a lot of things out of my comfort zone because I felt I had this allowance to do so. And it just exposed me to a different way of life that I was just like, I want this. Like, I want this to be my area of study. I want this to be like my career. Um, so I ended up changing my career to sociology, which in its in itself opened up a lot of doors. Um, it is um, giving me access or like um, to a lot of clubs, one of them being alternative breaks, which will forever have a very special transformative place in my heart. Um, and through one of those trips, I realized that community development was for me. I did a um, volunteer trip in Guyana and it was just literally everything. If that volunteer trip could be transformed into a career, I've found my dream career. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of those little snippets of doing something out of my comfort zone, learn, learn something new about myself, do something else, learn something else. And just kind of that little stepping stone or little baby steps that kind of um, got me to where I am today, um, working um, here in Miami with community development. Girl, you don't missed out on like, what other trips did you take? Because I know there okay. were more. Alaska, <laughs> There were and, a lot. I was trying to like hit the main points, but but you did, but, you did. I give you that. I was like, ooh. I'm about okay. to say because this can be a long story if you're really trying to work from there. But <laughs> um, a lot of things. So Alaska was the trip that kind of initiated me learning a lot about myself, and then I worked abroad. I um, I moved to London for two months to work at a charity um, as a communication intern, and again learned a lot about myself and as a professional learned a lot about myself out of like the comfort zone of my own country. Um, and then came back to school, um, finished up my degree, ended up doing a volunteer trip to Guyana, um, and really just learning about a beautiful country in South America and just learning about the people there. It's amazing. Um, I also went to Spain to teach English, which is awesome in itself. Um, and I worked in Michigan and Indiana um, with a mission-based um, organization that facilitated mission trips for high schoolers um, and middle schoolers. And for the community and it just really just I don't know just so many things that I've learned from all of those experiences it's really awesome mm-hmm. I remember because guys we took classes together we took biology too <laughs> and sociology and Megan was the first I think you're like the first partner I had that was devoted to actually like studying with me and like work like I mean we would sit down there and we would read um our bio book with this other kid mm-hmm. for hours thank you want a good study partner I got you she, she's about it she's about <laughs> it from then on I said no this can be my friend <laughs> I wasn't trying to play those foo-foo games. She was not. She's like, are we going to read or not? And I was like, okay, fair enough. Okay, she's so serious. Pass class with an A or not. <laughs> yes. You know, you got me my first A. I mean, not you, but working with you. Our study group. Our yes. Study. Yes. So Megan is not one to play with, guys. Okay. She's a very, I'm going to just say it right now, very intelligent, very hardworking. And was meeting her was... Uh, very instrumental I guess like in my college experience or it really enhanced my college experience because I met somebody who was probably just as weird as I am and just as serious (laughs) about life and one thing that I love about Megan is she's willing to explore 
something that I necessarily didn't have the courage to do because I felt very locked into one career path. But I, 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 bet, I guess I like lived like through you kind of in the sense that you would tell us like, oh, like, yeah, I was going here and I was going there. And I was like, wow, like, how did you get the courage to do these things? How did you, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's for sure, like why I wanted to bring you on here, because you're somebody who doesn't stay locked into one thing. You let yourself explore and you do well in everything that you explore. Even in, in biology, you were really good. Even we had sociology together. You did really well. So you're welcome. It's true. So you were saying that you've learned a lot of lessons, I guess, through um, taking up all these different experiences. Can you pinpoint like some important lessons that you learned? Hmm. One is being okay with being wrong. Um, or failure, I guess, is a better way to put it, being okay with failure. Um, because whenever you're trying something new, you're never going to be great at it. Or you're never going to be the best you can possibly be at. There's always going to be some form of learning curve and just being open to what people have to teach you and what you have to learn. Um, just because like, I literally feel like um, all these adventures and things like that that I've gone on, they're literally stories of epic fails, but in a pretty place because it's different from home. <laughs> and like of each of those epic fails, I can tell you great stories, like great epic fail stories um, in every single one of those locations or like new places that I've gone to um, outside of my comfort zone. I loved all of them, like and not even just the places, but the epic fails too. Like and just really embracing that learning curve, embracing because it's a new lesson that you would have wouldn't have learned if you didn't fail. Um, another one is just to really stay rooted in your loved ones. Um, just as a person that can't stay still, it's always really important to stay rooted in what's important. Um, like your family, um, don't forget who you are just because you're in a new place. Um, and don't forget how you got there either, just because like all of these um, experiences were major blessings and definitely just continue to keep looking up and like what you're doing. Hmm, what's another major lesson I learned from adventuring? Um, yeah, mostly just being open to like, um, I'm a big planner, um, big planner, but not at the same time. Like I, Definitely in the past, I was like really stringent with my planning and it's like, oh my gosh, things are going exactly how I planned, how, how horrible. And now I've gotten a lot more flexible and adaptable just because for me, that's where the, the discovery and the joy comes from the things like not planned. Um, my favorite quote that a friend told me is that always allow yourself to be interrupted. Mm. And the best, no, it's like, I was like, it mm. really, it was like, Ooh, like oh, hit me yeah. in the heels. Um, like allow yourself to be interrupted because for me, those have personally been like the best times I've had in my life. Like I've, I've met the best people. Um, I've opened myself up to the most random of trips, like have dinner with this person. Okay. You have this plan to do something. It doesn't kill you to just take a moment to have a conversation or it's just allow yourself to be interrupted is one of them mm. was one of the big ones. Mm embrace failure um and learn from it don't just embrace it to be like yeah i failed but like what, what are you learning from <laughs> failure that just happened right. and just be open to new to new like to new like 
allow yourself to be open to have your truths be true proven wrong as in things assumptions that you have like I I think the greatest one that I had is like a, a as a a a a woman of color um going to alaska scared a lot of my family members um are they real racist over there no no but um, that's the story like going to alaska scared a lot of my family members because there isn't a lot of black people in alaska like i think less than two percent of the population is black in the whole state of alaska oh and my family was scared it's like girl you don't got nobody looking like you nobody look out for you and like when you hear a lot of like foolishness (laughs) like you tend to believe it even if it's, it's like out there it's just like oh snap like maybe this is true and when i went there i've been i was surrounded by the sweetest of people yeah sweetest of people and you know what they was all white that that statistic was not wrong probably ran into a couple other um uh, folks that look like me but like regardless like people were super embracing and really sweet and it was one of the best experiences i've ever had yeah and i know that it like what you're saying is true because we've spoken about this and you told me like literally what you said. Like you're like, yeah, I think the failure thing was one thing you're like, um, or being comfortable in being wrong. Oh yeah, and breaking your assumptions. So somebody hearing this could be like, this is all great, Megan, but like, I'm not like you, right? I don't have the courage to just step out of you know my boxed plan. Like I've had this plan for many years and now I feel like the plan is not working out for me and now I feel like I need to transition but I just don't even know where to go so I guess my question for you is how did you build the courage to explore your options and not feel locked into one path Hmm. my big one would be accept little wins like you don't need to change your whole life in a night Um, and it's never too late to make a better decision for yourself. Um, I know that a lot of times when we dedicate a lot of time to this idea or this dream and maybe the dream falls through or like, I don't want to do this thing anymore, but I've dedicated most of my life to what I thought my life was going to look like. It's, you have like, once you decide that's not for you and that path is no longer for you, you have no obligation to that anymore. And though that's scary, give yourself little give yourself little victories. You don't have to change completely overnight. If you have an interest in something, do that interest justice by at least exploring it in little ways. Go to an event here, connect with somebody there. Um, Yeah, like for me, this wasn't a a solo process. I talked to people about it. It's like, okay, so who are people that I know that have done this before? Like that have done something out of their comfort zone that has been in my path and changed it and why and like really just kind of exploring your reasons and yeah just give your interest justice like if you decide something isn't working for you like do you want to do that your whole life like what are you interested in what are you good at and what can you imagine doing um that makes you happy that adds value to you and adds value to someone else and then find ways where you can foster that um little victories do something, do something out of the box, maybe a night and then go back to your old routine, but just continue to allow yourself to have these little victories because each victory you have gives you the courage to do something bigger and do something bigger and do something bigger. And this is one thing that me and Dami talked about is like, you have to, ha- you give yourself little wins so that like being out of your comfort zone, um, is easier to do each time you do it. 
Yes. Right there, that part. Because people ask me, like, oh, Dami, like, you're, or they say to me, you're so lucky because you're doing this, right? As if it's glamorous. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, it but, is cool. but, but it is, right? But the price I've paid to be, I guess, in this position, maybe a lot of people were not, would not be willing. One, two, I was, I was a scaredy cat. <laughs> like, you know, I was, you know, locked in on like one thing my whole life. I worked very, very hard in school. And to see myself doing what I'm doing now, it's, sometimes I ask myself that how the heck <laughs> the girl who, yeah, I could speak. But, what did this pivot happen? Right. Like to get in on a stage and be speaking to people and plan things and plan and do this. But it's all in, like you said, taking those small wins, like taking a step and seeing that you can be successful at that small thing. And it gives you the courage to keep going and going and expanding your reach and, you know, exploring more. Because to me, I feel like that's the key, like just try something. And, you know, one of the girls I was talking to, um, she was like, you know, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't, I'm not, I'm not good at anything. And I, I don't know, like, was it for you? Cause maybe this might help her. Um, how did you figure what you're good at? Was it just by doing these things or did you know prior what you were good at or? Not really. And it's funny. Cause like growing up, like I had like no self-esteem. So I was definitely that I'm good at nothing. I'm going to amount to nothing. Yada, this, yada, that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like even, I guess one part of the story, cause I started the story off at college, but I guess to like really bring it back, I volunteered a lot. Like I volunteer a lot doing the most random things on the face of the planet. Um, like super random stuff. Like, you know, in high school, how you have like organizations like key club and stuff. And they yeah. just where like dabble like just literally just dabble like i i thought volunteering was really great um personally for me because it really taught me what i like taught me what i liked and what i didn't like um what i what i don't like and stuff and it's just you just you have to be in motion like you if you're just sitting down and being like i don't know what i like i don't know what i don't like so therefore i'm just not going to do anything and that's just that's going to be your reality forever you need to just be in motion um and though maybe the direction you're walking is not the right one at least you're going somewhere and once you're walking in the wrong direction like oh snap i'm going the wrong way you can turn around and you have a point of reference to um to know yourself really and that was me like some of the odd jobs that i did is i cleaned off dirty surgical utensils for a vet lab Hmm. um i worked at a soup kitchen i washed cars for this foster home in Fenona Sassa in middle school. I um, did yard work as a volunteer for elderly people in the neighborhood. Like I just did a lot of random things and you see patterns. It's just like, all right. So, you know, even though cleaning bloody utensils ain't my jam, I realized I like working with my hands. Yeah. And even though I'd prefer not to get burned by like hot oil, like I really like talking to people that I'm serving food to. Like I enjoy interacting with them. 
And, you know, office, being in an office all day isn't my ideal job, but I love organization and paperwork. Like, I don't know what my problem is. I just love <laughs> great organized, like, spreadsheets and, like, I just love it. Um, And in doing these random things, I've noticed patterns. I was like, okay, cool beans. So I like this stuff. It's a, it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. And definitely just noticing the patterns with yourself and just being self-aware. For me, I'm a writer and I like to write things down. I write everything down, but also just doing is a big one. Like the more you do, the more you learn. Mm. Speaking to the choir, I think you really broke that down really well. Just taking a step and exploring. Mm. So I was going to ask you what were some first steps um, people can do to break out of their norm. So you just, I don't know, I guess, I guess you kind of summed it up, but if you have anything else. Uh. um, Mostly just to try something different. I know that seems like a pretty obvious one, but like some places you can look to try things different, like meetup.com has different events. Like um, for me, I've been going to like different networking events that I find on Eventbrite. Like surround yourself by whom you think you want to be, if that makes sense. Because we're, like, we're all learning about yourself. Yeah. And like, I like even now, like I even though I love what I do, like, I don't know what I want to do forever. Um, And I'm still learning. I'm like, okay, so looking into master's programs and things like that, like surround yourself by people you think you want to be or people. um, Yeah. And like, just see if it's for you or not. Like, um, sometimes that requires like doing something outside of nine to five, um, going to events where you're the only one, you know, um, But, like, bring a friend. You don't need to be by yourself in this either. But definitely try to join communities of people that you feel like you fit in or you think you want to just to figure out if it is for you or not for you. Um, And definitely going out there and trying different things or even taking a class. Like, online classes are free. Some online classes are free. YouTube is bay. Like, I watch way too much of it. But, like, to really just look at day in the lives or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, Hopefully that added more to the answer, but yeah. I think it did. I would say go to a play. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you were talking about that you would go to like all these like interesting plays around Miami. And I was like, you know what? I like plays too. Let me go too. So I went to see one yes. at FYU and it just helped me remember I love classics and I love, you know, theater. Mm-hmm. I think there's something so cool about that. That's just an add-on. I'm telling you, it would change your life. Broadway yeah, everybody needs to at least see one in their life. Yes. At least see one. At least. And I think, you know, I'm just adding that in there, but I think it kind of just expands your mind a little bit. <laughs> but what you said was was so true. I think I love that um, idea of be around the people who you think you want to be. At least so you can get a better sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. That's a good one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so for the person who feels that they have done all the right things to position themselves, but they still hate where they are currently, because that's a reality, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you've, you've positioned yourself, like you've done all the work you're supposed to do, but you've gotten somewhere and you, don't, you hate it. What would you say that person should do? Or what's well, a piece of advice? That happens. Like, it, it 
it's unfortunate, but just just being self-reflective as well. Because for me, like, I like to be a lot of things. Like, I love to be a graphic designer. But if you've guys seen any of my drawings, they're horrendous. <laughs> so, but just... No, like, they're not. No, they're not. They're not good. <laughs> but it's just... Gosh, that's a hard one. Because just people are so different and nuanced. And if you don't like it, respect that feeling, you know? Like... Like, like I said earlier, don't be tied down to something that's not for you anymore. Um, you are not doing yourself nor the world any favors by being in a job or in a current position or something like that. That's not stimulating you and adding value that you like, like adding value to wherever you are, just because that's what we are. Like we really enhance the places that we're at. It's a, it's a beautiful thing thing when people are at peace with themselves just because it tends to like pass on to other people and you and you know it like you've always come across the cashier or somebody that just really hates their job like really hates their job or just interacted with somebody that just really is not vibing with their job and you know what that's fair but once you notice that it's time to go um obviously be practical like know your limitations within that and like before just saying all right peace love and tacos job maybe just look for other options but just really have a sit down with yourself like what are you good at and what do you like to do and that doesn't need to be like specific skills but like what are just things that make you happy um i do believe that workplace happiness is very important or just like overall happiness is very important not just for yourself but just for the people that you interact with and therefore like the space the physical space in which you interact with as well just because like you have something valuable. Um, you were made with um, a purpose that may not be a specific job, but that is kind of like the desire that was put in your heart. That's not for no reason at all. Um, understand like what you want, like what you really want. It's uh, I'm trying not to make this sound super flowery, but like ultimately, like you you are given a purpose. You are given um, something that you are supposed to be doing that not only. Um, adds value to whomever you're serving, but also really gives you purpose and really gives you joy. Um, and that's important to respect and respect enough to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what comes to mind also is not giving ourselves such a strict timeline. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's one killer, <laughs> especially those of us, you know, in our age group that we think by a certain age, we have to have this. By a certain age, we need to be married. By a certain age, we just we got to have it all together. Um, I think for sure social media has contributed to that. Before, it was kind of like in the distance, like, oh, you know, I think I'm supposed to have this. But I think you seeing other people having these things makes you feel inferior. And then you mm -hmm. rush and you do things on impulse thinking that's what you need. And I mean, I have friends. I mean, granted, my friend just came on the podcast a couple months ago talking about how she's a pharmacist and she can't see herself doing this for doing that job for a long period of time she has a whole farm d and is like oh. i'm chucking the deuces after a couple of years mm -hmm. or another one who graduated from med school and it's just like this isn't for me like i can only do a certain amount of years but this isn't really what i want to do mm -hmm. and there's no point in getting to that point where you're somewhere and you don't like it and just exploring within that too like that is so that's so true though sometimes you just spend time doing something and then you realize man I don't like it and like just for I guess school specifically like um 
because for me, I definitely had like a tunnel vision when I was um, a bio major because I'm like, this is what I want to do. But that's why it's just really important to utilize the resources you have around you. Be intentional about trying things that are directly off your path, Mm. like something Mm -hmm. that you like, but like completely random than what you're doing. Like the reason I switched my um, major is because I'm just like, okay, I've been taking all these bio electives and like bio classes. I'm going to take a random sociology class and see how I feel. And it literally vibed with my soul. I'm like, oh, where was this my whole life? Oh, <laughs> you're going to have no because your tunnel vision was screwing with you. Like you, you don't, you don't see, um, you gotta be, try things intentionally out of your comfort zone. Obviously not things that like you completely hate, but things that you like, um, that interest you, but that aren't directly on the path you think you should be on. Like baking. Photography. Like baking, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That dance class. Sign language. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I hear your friend. <laughs> so um, I guess I'd like to ask you, what does your job entail? Because th- we kind of talked about it, but what does that look like? Because you've kind of given us a timeline and the process of how you got to where you are. But I'm assuming your job kind of encompasses a majority of the things that you you know, the areas that you would like to work at. So what does that look like now for you? Funny enough, the place that I'm working at kind of encompasses like the things that I want to do, but my specific role is very intriguing that in essence it says, and I'll explain that in a minute, but like what my role is, um, I am a tech hire coordinator um, up in North Miami and I'm helping to create a tech a tech program so that people in that area that may have not had opportunities to like kind of um, obtain jobs that were kind of middle wage opposed to lower wage jobs, we offer certifications for them so that they can um, receive jobs in tech, which is pretty exciting and planning out um, the programming, getting the space ready um, and holding different events there. And it's held, the, the program itself is in a community development organization, which is really awesome. But ultimately the essence of what I want to do is serving the needs of people so that they can get where they want to go. So financially get to where you want to go, like in terms of quality of life, be a catalyst for that. Um, And even now, like, even though I enjoy what I'm doing, I know that this is not for me and acknowledging that, um, but still being open to get the learning bits out of it. Like, I, though I don't want to do this forever, I am learning a lot from it. I work with amazing people and I still get to serve this community of people that I love, love so much. Delish. <laughs> I've been saying that a lot lately. Delish. Delish. Kind of Delish. <laughs> but that sounds exciting. I have a friend who it has is. a very similar type of like job experience. Very mm-hmm. demanding. And I commend you for it. Because I, hearing from her experience too, it's very, very involved. Serving people is usually very involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of you can't really win situations, but you like what you do. So you got to yeah, take the L for the, the greater good. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And a lot of ways or in a lot of situations too, you kind of just have to let people make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Learning that in my own job too. So if you had one seed to plant, right, what would that be? And by seed, like a life lesson that you just, it doesn't even have to be related to this, but just anything that you feel like everybody needs to know. 
Well, you touched on it, but like, don't overplan your life. Um, at coming from a, a past over planner. Hi, my name is Megan and I'm a past over planner. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, kind of just going back to the don't be afraid to have your life interrupted. But just, I guess, in terms of the two mantras I love, is just don't overplan, don't be afraid to have your life interrupted, but also know your North Star. Um, it's like, uh, like I don't know if this is like an official concept, but I learned it a couple months ago and I've been in love with it. But ultimately, your North Star is just like kind of the essence of you. Like, what are, where do your interests, your passions, and your skills and talents lie? Yeah. Um, and how does that, um, come together for like your purpose and like where where is God leading you ultimately and that's also coming with being obedient listening um this isn't supposed to be a solid like solitary process um definitely involve people definitely pray on it but like know your north star um and for me my north star is people um it's opportunities it's um different cultures and respecting diversity um and I'm a planner and I like organization and I like spreadsheets. So hopefully somewhere in there, my North Star has some spreadsheets, but <laughs> <laughs> just, just spending time to get to know yourself, have a date with yourself where you just write down all the things you're good at and then write down all the things that you love to do, regardless of whatever, whether you're good at them or not. Like, what do you love doing? Um, and then like spend time looking into things um, that would really just, capitalizing those two um those two lists that you made like I'm a list maker and added list maker because I like things like lists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but take time to know your north star and just to know yourself um and when you become more in tune with that you realize what things to go for what things not to go for and what's worth your time and what's not oh that's good advice um are there any resources that you would recommend books, podcasts, apps, anything. And then also tell us where we can connect with you. The one book that will forever have a special place in my heart is The Art of Work um, by Jeff Goins or or like Goins, whatever way that you want to pronounce it, G-O-I-N-S. That book just was really awesome in terms of like turning your life's art into into something that you can live off i don't oh i like that girl read it i have it at Mm -hmm. home i can give it to you when i come but (laughs) okay um but um that was the book that really solidified the belief that i have that like there is something that um there's you can make a job out of anything you're passionate about and granted there are the difference between passions and purposes but the book talks about that and it's great um so you should definitely definitely read it um and i can be found on social media at meg meg at a t it i t again a g a i n so meg at it again is oh. my oh okay. <laughs> uh is my um my handles for twitter and instagram girl i was looking at your social media i'm like did she say megan tit Again, Girl, I was don't like, tell people that I'm trying to really <laughs> emphasize that they're poor. So, caveat on the back, it looks like mega kid again. <laughs> I, I was looking at it like, why would she? 
big at it again. Okay, got it. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. Lovely answer followers. Meg at it again. <laughs> All right. I promise. I got it. I got it this time. Um, everything will be below. I <laughs> look, man. Look, I had to be honest. I was really about to ask you, like, I'm confused. Can you explain? I mean, it's not far from you to do something like that, Megan. Come on. It's not, and that's not. why I think it works. <laughs> All right. Well, I will post that book below, um, the art of work and your social media, and then tell us about your new blog that's coming out what you gonna be talking about that girl what you gonna be saying on that blog well i am so glad you asked so (laughs) coming soon if you guys follow the handles you guys will get updates i'm quite excited about it is a blog called the megan b experience um and it's ultimately just to kind of like take a deeper look into like things that happen in our community so for me i'm a person that loves deep conversations like i am not a girl for small talk um and i just like to have a realistic raw look about what's going on in the world and have a conversation about it like you see um something happen in your community and most like i want to talk about it um and i also like to make the world a bit um a smaller place one conversation at a time so um just talking to people about whenever i go um somewhere to visit and things like that talking to individuals about what their life is like here um learning about what their views are on different topics and yeah just really just starting the conversation ultimately like just creating a platform where we can talk and just discuss the world around us Mm. all right i'm excited and i believe it that is so you (laughs) so i believe it all right megan i appreciate you so 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 much for coming on this podcast i love listening to you per usual and i'm sure Everybody listening was like, oh my goodness, she really helped me out. You really do. I promise. You really do. I'm so grateful. Very, very grateful for you. I appreciate you as well, Dami. Thanks, friend. (laughs) All right, guys. This is the end of the episode. And I will speak to you on the next episode. (laughs) Bye. you so much for listening to the planter podcast if you are absolutely loving the content that the planter is creating well go ahead and subscribe to the planter on itunes for more updates and staying connected with me you can also subscribe to the planter at theplanter.com so that's t-h-e-p-l-a-n-n-t-e-r.com to become a part of our community uh, you can find us on facebook at the planter community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you on the next episode.